Oh, welcome back. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And we are talking, we, we teased this yesterday. So if you were listening yesterday, uh, you know what we're doing this hour on the Bowerly show hosted by Beamer. We have Gina and Bethany from the SPCA. Tanner, make sure their mics are on. Sorry. Um, and we are talking about Christmas movies more in-depth on the Hallmark Christmas movies. And guys, I, I fear you're going to bring up Christmas, uh, Hallmark movies that I don't know, and it's going to expose my um, my lack of knowledge in, no. certain, uh, in certain years of Hallmark movies. No, don't worry. You, <laughs> I, I keep thinking you have such a different perspective because we just realized you're in your 30s. That's right. Bethany's in her 40s. I'm in my 50s. So I think you're going to actually teach us some things oh. about what your age group is looking at Versus what my age group is looking at and versus what Bethany's is. Well, this is going to be a, a, a great insight. Now, before, I think it's a good to get our opinions and everything. Mm-hmm. I think a good way to start this off is let's go around. What is your favorite movie of all time? I think that kind of sets what we like when we're looking at movies. Does that make sense? Yep. Of all favorite Hallmark, favorite Christmas. Just favorite movie. Like oh, when you watch, that's tough. because then because I think that's gonna that's going to make people understand when we go through these Hallmark movies why you like certain movies compared to others. This I, is so easy. I I've got two musicals that are quite <laughs> different: The Sound of Music and This Is Spinal Tap. <gasps> okay. So that's kind of each end of the spectrum. Bethany, what's uh, what's your go-to movie? Since she said two, can I say two too? Of course. Okay, so It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, was on last night. Love it. And Back to the Future. Oh, best trilogy ever is Back to the Future. Agreed. But my favorite movie is Wedding Crashers. So okay. now I think oh, we can nice. count. Hey, there you now go. we know what we're playing with. <laughs> Excellent think, exercise. Yeah, I think we can go to what the uh, what the themes will be. Yes. All right. So let's. I want to start off where we started off yesterday okay. and talking about the Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. So what was the first Hallmark movie you remember? Christmas movie you remember oh. watching? Ooh. It's tough because I feel, when we were saying that yesterday, I feel like I was watching these before they were actually Hallmark Christmas movies, before they were an institution. Yes. I'm going to say the one that is not a surprise, the Christmas card. Oh, no. The Christmas that card? That is one of the one. Well, yeah, <laughs> what about you too, right? Well, I remember when I first started working with Gina in 2007, we bonded because nobody really did watch Hallmark movies, and we were both saying, oh my God, you watch them, I watch them too. But I do think that the Christmas card, that's the one that really stands out because it was played over and over and over. My, my first is the Christmas shoes. It was when they played Hallmark movies on CBS. Yes. And that's the first one. I, now it's not even called a Hallmark movie, but it was. when what They would do was called the Hallmark, you know, Golden Crown something. Gold Crown. Yes. Every mm-hmm. Sunday to compete with Disney on ABC. Yes. And Christmas shoes, I remember that on CBS. That was the first But I have to be honest. Now, you're talking about, you know, before it was a thing. Mm -hmm. Hallmark movies. Mm -hmm. My first memories of watching Christmas movies on Hallmark, like, in the season, was maybe eight years ago. Like, I feel like that's when I really started, like, getting into Hallmark marathons. Now, I would watch a movie here or there. Again, when they were on CBS back when network TV was network TV, uh, I would see them more often. But... Getting behind the, the starting October 25th marathons, I don't think for me it's been a thing for more than eight years. So we, Bethany and I often have this conversation, and since you've only been aboard for about eight years, we're anxious to see if you 
feel the same way. Just to start this off with the overarching theme. Yes. Do you feel that the quantity of movies, the output of movies from Hallmark, has affected the quality in just those eight years? Yes. Okay. Agreed. Because we think that, even watching from the early 2000s. I think Hallmark movies have peaked. And I think they're on the down. Um, And that doesn't mean there's not some good ones. Um, But when I... It used to be when you saw a new movie, you know, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday during Christmas, a new movie on Hallmark, you were excited. Like, I I can't wait to watch that. Must see TV. Now... I'm more likely to watch the 10 p.m. movie because it's from 2015 yes. than I am yes. the 8 o'clock mm-hmm. movie because it's either from last year or this year. I just, I feel like I'm not, I, I can't, and we try to watch the one where she was a pilot and they had to <laughs> land, uh, emergency land. Oh, this from is, a few years ago? No, this is a brand new one this year. Oh. Um, it, ju- it came out in November. She's Christmas a, Island. Yes. <laughs> Score for Latuka. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> I could not get into that movie. I watched it for a half hour and I thought it was just me, so I kept my mouth shut. And then my wife says, Can we find something else? Like, and. You know what? You're, f- you're right. I think that I scroll to Hallmark movies and mysteries because they play older Hallmarks yes. than the newer ones. Absolutely. I, you know, I do have to bring this up, though. You just did a show on last year's Storm. Yes. I remember hearing Billy Joel talking about the magic of uh, scenes from an Italian restaurant, and he said he feels that song became so popular because of Recall. And I think that's why the last two hours were probably so popular. People liked recalling what was happening during mm-hmm. the storm, yep. what was going on. I often wonder if the reruns, if it's the fact that we're recalling it that makes us like the reruns more than the new ones. And we, Is and, that possible? And there are so many old ones now that, like, we okay, we've, we have our mind full of Hallmark movies. There's no space for anymore. <laughs> you're, you're giving me 28 a year. Yeah, I, I'm I'm full. I, I'm full of my knowledge. I want to. I'd rather watch Christmas at Christmas at Pemberley Manor than <laughs> Christmas Island, right? I'd rather watch Christmas Detour than when they tried to bring Garland back. Like I I, I want to watch the Ooh, the I like oldest, Garland. The yeah, new that's Garland, Garland for you, Joe. The new Garland though, <laughs> yeah. the one without Candace Cameron that came out last year. Kinda, I kinda liked it. Yeah, I, I couldn't get because, into it because she's not in it. Well, right, but they knew once they, they had a whole script written, did you know? And then they had to switch it because she jumped ship. Yes. So they put Jodie Sweetin in it, her full house sister. Right. And they had to kind of write her out of it during the movie, explain what happened to that relationship. Yeah, I couldn't get behind it. To make this relationship viable, and they did it by making Jodie Sweetin an ex-girlfriend. Oh. They found a way to do it. All right, maybe I'll uh, have to watch it now. I don't know. So let's let's start there. Let's start with, because I know one of the categories you wanted to bring up that I'm very excited to get to is recurring themes, right? Or okay. overused themes. Is that where you wanted to the go first? Plot, that, that's where we can go first. Overall plot themes. I'm anxious to see what we all wrote down on our independent lists. Oh, well, for me, I mean, it is nine out of ten times because of the same plot, I can tell you exactly what's going to happen before the first commercial break. Yeah. I can tell you the love interest, who they're going to make you think mm-hmm. she's going to fall in love with, who she's actually going to fall in love with. And most of the time I can tell you, 20 minutes before the movie's over, someone's going to mishear something <laughs> or someone's going to be told something that's not true and you think it's going to all fall apart. But don't worry, after this commercial break, they're getting back together and that's how the movie ends. But you said something so interesting yesterday, and, and for Bethany or maybe listeners who didn't hear it, you were proven wrong with one of those movies. Christmas yes. at Pemberley Manor, which is one of my favorites. 
that was one where I thought they were going, it was going to be, she was going to fall back in love with the mayor because they had dated in college. Mm -hmm. I never thought she would fall in love with uh, the um, the uh, CEO there, the big uh, the big executive. Uh, but they proved me wrong. That was when I did not see that script working out that way. I just want to point out that I think that happens technically at the 90-minute mark in every Hallmark yes. movie. <laughs> and I will say that I put on my list... Oh, shoot, I just saw it. Um, there's a big misunderstanding. But thankfully, it all works out in the end. <laughs> yes, there is always the misunderstanding. There's always something that was perceived wrong. Yep, somebody jumps to conclusions. It's not right. Someone leaves, and they have to go get chased. Someone yep. has to go chase oh, after yep. them. Yep. I have to cross that off. That was one of my recurring plots. Oh, we, we forgot to say that we're playing Hallmark Bingo as we're talking yes. today. 803-0930, star 930. Your thoughts. And it, it's it's we are talking Hallmark now, but we are going to branch this out. So don't be afraid to bring up GAC or UP. Uh, because we want to get into imitations as well. That has really Hallmark really started something. Yes, and it's branched out to, as I put yesterday, cable channels that still care. <laughs> yeah, right. Gentle cable channels. Yes. So I, I feel, and here's the thing: GAC is doing these same plots. I could tell you a GAC movie as soon as the first commercial break. I can tell you what's going on, who's what. Um, there's the movie on GAC that was filmed at the arena. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that. There's film, there's scenes at the arena and at the, uh, I still call it the Pepsi Center, but the Northtown Center. Um, it, it's so predictable. But I think we like that, right? I mean, like I said, the newer Hallmark movies, I think I'm just Hallmarked out. Like, I, 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 I am... Joe. What? <laughs> what did you just say? I just don't, I, I just don't feel the last few times I've tried to watch a new Hallmark movie that I'm getting through them like I used to. I, like I said, I'd much rather Christmas Detour. I'd much rather um, the uh, Christmas shoot, not Christmas shoes. Oh, thank God. Um, what's the one? Christmas at Cartwright's. Uh, the one where Candace Cameron wears the shoes and it takes her back to a, <laughs> yeah. a moment in her life. Yes. Like, I'd rather watch those movies which my wife and I have bought, so it's on demand at our house. Um, <laughs> that is amazing. You know, so those are the ones I really, like, now, again, I've watched the new one on GAC because, oh, it was filmed in places in Buffalo. You had scenes in East Aurora, you had scenes mm -hmm. at the arena, you had scenes mm -hmm. at the Northtown Center, and that made me watch it. I don't, and again, I don't know if it's, I think it has to do with the quantity. I think it has to do with the Hallmark as much as, yeah, my wife and I, Friday nights during the summer are watching Hallmark. I think by... December 20th, I'm not I, I'm not in the mood for a new movie. I'm in the mood for Home Alone or, you know, the movie that I know yeah. rather than trying to get something new. Do you find, I, and I wondered if this was a category we should have added, rewatchability. Because there are certain ones, and there's a fairly newer one, Five Star Christmas. I will watch it every time it was on. And this is why I have hope for Hallmark movies of the future. They're kind of making that romance the B storyline. And they're yes. bringing in other relationships. They're bringing in the family relationship. Five Star Christmas where all the kids go home. And surprise, Dad's turned our house into a B&B. &B. <laughs> it, every single family member there is hilarious. I've laughed out loud at that movie. There's another recurring theme, by the way, mm -hmm. the, the Christmas hotel. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, the... I, I have one. I have okay. another theme. It's got to be a dead parent. Like yes. the mom or the dad has died. Yep. And the kids need their traditions back. 
and yeah yeah um there's one that i don't remember if this is now see this is another problem i'm having is i'm confusing gac with hallmark oh that's okay but well, the, a lot of the actors have jumped ship yes yeah and there i think this is gac where the parents died so the cousin has taken over the the role as father and an ex-girlfriend comes back to town mm-hmm thinks, oh, you must be married because you have a kid. What? Oh. Well, no. What it's a not, misunderstanding. It's not my biological child. I adopted them when her parents died. My oh. cousin died. And now I'm the parent. And again, I can't remember if that's GACR Hallmark. However, that was a that was a story plot that I wanted to follow. Because the misunderstanding took a big portion of the beginning of the movie. It wasn't just the quick misunderstanding, we'll be back after this, and then we discover everything before the end of the movie. And I, I liked that turn. I thought it would, I, I like how they are putting the same story there, but telling it in a different way. I yeah. feel like that's probably GAC, don't you? Yeah. yeah well, that's I think not that Hallmark. <laughs> but I, I do think Hallmark is attempting that. And they, certain ways, and Christmas, I keep on going back to Christmas Island, certain ways they did, but it just, to me, it seemed like a stale movie before it even aired. I think that's the best way to put it. This is one of my recurring plot themes, and I think this dates back to when Hallmark first became an institution for movies. I'm just going to say this: these two questions. What? You're really a prince? Okay. <laughs> yes. I cannot tolerate another one of those movies where the boyfriend that she's had for a long time, what, you're a prince of another country? It's, I can't do it. You're royalty? And the royalty? British accents that accompany that, I, I can't do it. Those yeah. I change. And well, the fake uh, countries that they make up. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I don't think Hallmark is responsible for starting that. That is all from the Netflix uh, royal movie. Really? That came, Christmas movie that came out. And I think GAC and Hallmark have both tried to uh, copy that. Ladies, before we get back to our list, put your uh, headphones on. We're going to go to Hamburg. And uh, this is where Jen is to uh, partake in our conversation. Jen, welcome to the uh, to the show. What are your thoughts on these Christmas movies? Anyway, first of all, I love this topic. This just cracks me up, and Gina and everything, they have the, uh, them both being in there, that's it's fantastic. I find it. I don't think you guys realize. I mean, I think we may all make a joke of it and everything because I think we've all uh, put these movies on our TVs and sat down and enjoy it, and it gives us some, um, some type of uh, calmness in the holiday season, and it brings us, like, we have expected plots, and it actually... <laughs> Uh, gives us a kind of a sense of calm at night when we get home from a long day at work or what, whatever we're doing. But um, first of all, Gina, uh, and I put these, I leave that GAC channel on all day for my dogs while I'm out. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I have to say I put Hallmark on for my foster kittens. Yeah, See? because it's calming. There's, there's Christmas music. There's not a lot of loud noises or banging and stuff, and it's like background noise. And honestly... I've, I have tons of friends, believe it or not, that, you know, they have older parents and in, like, the nursing homes or if they're in some type of assisted care or even at home. If they, I'm telling you, you go to your older parent's house, uh, and a lot of times they have these movies on, and they're just because they're expected plots. They're easy to follow. They're enjoyable. They bring people back to times in their life that they, you know, or, or what they envisioned the holiday as, or just mm-hmm. the, the expected plots and stuff brings them a lot of, and they're not hard to follow, like like we're all making a joke of. Their plots are pretty, you know, easy to follow, And but you get what you want. When you sit down to a Hallmark movie or a GAC movie, 
you generally get what you want out of them. It's like going to see an action movie, which which I enjoy fully too. Is going to see an action movie. If you know, I go to see The Expendables. I know I'm going to get 50 million people blown up within the first five minutes, and <laughs> that's what I expected. That's what I went for. So um, I think they provide a lot of people those types of things, and that's why they're popular. I will argue. I think GAC is going, especially their new movies, are surpassing the Hallmark movies. Jen, I don't disagree with you, and, and I, I appreciate the call. I appreciate everything you said. Thank you so much. I, I think this is why people are moving to GAC. They came to know and love the actors and actresses on Hallmark, right? And they play, obviously, very similar characters on GAC. And again, Christmas time, it's that feeling of comfort, that feeling of familiar. Fam I'm going to screw up the word. Being familiar. Uh, with, Familiarity. Yes. And I think... That is why people are turning on GAC because GAC did a good job, uh, like some good college football teams, of using the transfer portal and bringing those actors and actresses that you know and love from Hallmark and putting them in very similar situations on GAC. I think that's why a lot of people like Jen, like my parents, uh, when I go to my parents' house, it's not Hallmark anymore, it's GAC. And it's funny what Jen said, because when we talk about what calms animals down, there's actually a real science behind that. We play classical music at work because that science shows that that does lower the heart rates of animals. And it's interesting that she leaves these on for her dogs because maybe these do lower their heart rates and they nap a little bit because they can doze off for a good hour and still wake <laughs> up and understand what the plot is. <laughs> right? Yes. I, uh, we, uh, we used to leave classical music on for our dogs. But now, I don't know. We don't leave anything on. We probably Not should. even GAC? No, we Not don't leave Hallmark? the TV on. I, it, it didn't seem like he liked it. Oh. I don't know. Tucker's a, a, weird, a weird dog. A weird <laughs> he dog. He prefers streaming. By the way, during the break, I need to ask you, how do I get Tucker to realize that on the new couch, he can only lay on the couch, not on the cushions of the couch? <laughs> but that's, uh, that's a different topic. Hey, 803-0930, Star 930. We'd love to hear your take. Hallmark movies, GAC movies, the other imitations, and feature films. I have a take that we're going to kick off the next segment with um, about Christmas movies. But anything Christmas TV, because it is that time of year, um, and you know, you're watching Freeform every day, you're watching AMC, you're watching Hallmark, you're watching GAC. I want to know from you, your Christmas must watch. Is it Hallmark? Have you fallen in love with the GAC? Um, or are you sick of Hallmark movies? We'll take those calls as well. This isn't just a pro Hallmark. This isn't sponsored by Hallmark. So call in. If you want to say the movies suck and I don't like watching them, I leave the room, call in. Tell us. 803-0930, star 930. It is Beamer in for Bowerly, and we will be back after this. Welcome back. It's Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Gina and Bethany are in studio. Uh, ladies, before we get back to the Christmas, how many non-Christmas Hallmark movies do you watch a year? Oh, oh I probably one a week. One a week? Yeah, That's it? Maybe two. I bulk up on the classics, so I probably do four or five. A oh week. wow! I don't. I mean, unless Columbo's on, which he's <laughs> Columbo jumped ship to GAC as well. Uh, unless Columbo's on. The only time, and this is, this is not a joke, I'll watch the Friday night Christmas movie that they mm -hmm. do throughout the year, mm -hmm. and on Hallmark Drama, one o'clock, when I'm trying to put my son to sleep for his afternoon <laughs> nap, Matlock. Matlock. 
I love that. Hallmark drama. Oh, well, you're missing Matlock. I re- I'm missing a lot. Yeah. Well, it's one of those channels where they've run out of stuff to carry, so it really is just Matlock. Well. And Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, Murder, She Wrote and Columbo made the jump to GAC. That's right. And now Columbo is getting shorted on the weekends. But uh, we are talking Christmas movies. Now, we're starting with the Hallmark movies and, and, and the knockoff Hallmark movies. But we are going to move it to Christmas TV and feature films. And we have a list here of uh, the top 14 classic Christmas movies. One of them was on TV last night. Uh, e Entertainment played It's a Wonderful Life back to back yesterday. I caught the uh, caught the end of it, uh, but we were talking recurring themes, mm-hmm. and Bethany has one that we have to share before we go to the next topic. Okay, so anybody who's watched a Hallmark knows that this is a theme. Small towns are better than the bustling cities, and if you're from a small town and you've moved to the city. Your life is just overwhelming. You're too busy with your career. You can't you've forgotten about Christmas. No. You just don't have time. For love either. No, no there's love, no, no Christmas. So you come home for some reason, you come home and there's a tree lighting ceremony and you might bump into this handsome guy and oops, you're knocked to the ground <laughs> and he's gotta pick you up. And everyone who grew up in the small town, they grew up in a family that had that Clark Griswold yeah. dressed up their house, yet they have zero Christmas lights at their big city apartment. Right, but uh, that's a good point, too, is all the homes in Christmas mo- and Hallmark Christmas movies are so done up. It's a lot. It's, have you noticed this year they kind of scaled back? I don't think because so. Because these people have spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, but there are some Hallmark movies this year where they have, we, I've purposely been watching for the decorations. They've scaled back a little bit. Now I want to bring Minimalist. up one more thing that I've told you before. Yeah. So you watch a, any Hallmark Christmas movie, look at the um, Christmas tree ornaments. Are there any Hallmark ornaments? No. Oh, wow. Take note, everyone. Take wow. note. I'm going to have to. Yep. This that. is the revelation part of the show. Yeah. I, I, that's true. They're not good with product placement on the uh, on the Harmon channel. <laughs> they aren't. They're always, they're always you know, big uh, bulbs, but no Hallmark ornaments ever. 803-0930, star 930. We'd love to hear from you. All right, Gina, what is the next topic that we are going to focus on when talking Hallmark movies? Well, Joe, the next topic we're going to cover is <laughs> recurring characters. Recurring characters. Now, I want to I wanna start this off with recurring characters. A lot of people will take that as, well, I saw this person on this Hallmark movie, and I saw the same actor on GAC, as we talked about before the break, but you mean the type of character, that the, the, the background of the character. Let me give you an example. Here we go. <laughs> The wise and knowledgeable Santa, who just <gasps> may be the real Santa Claus. I had yes. that one too. Frank Holiday. How many? Yep. Mo- that's in almost yep. every single one. There's a wise and knowledgeable Santa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have uh, the, the two I can think of off the bat. Yeah, Frank Holiday and um, Christmas Under Wraps, and you have the guy that watches Pemberley Manor and Christmas mm-hmm. at Pemberley Manor. Mm-hmm. Those are uh, both Santa, and they all of a sudden Christmas Eve. I'm busy. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> yep. I do have one that I want to ask both of you and the listeners, because is this really a thing in a city like Buffalo as opposed to New York or Chicago? Have you noticed this recurring character, the personal shopper? Because I, I'm a busy contractor. You know what? Yes. I just cannot get my shopping done for my family. <laughs> Let me hire someone who doesn't know a single one of my family members to do my shopping. I've seen this in four or five of the Hallmark movies. Is this a, a thing? I and I'm just not familiar with this industry. I think now, I mean, yeah, Hallmark 
Homework's kind of like soap operas where like retail is still, you know, there's 18 malls in every city. Uh, <laughs> but, but I wouldn't say people have a personal shopper. I do think more and more people, because I've seen it, uh, will order their gif gifts on an app and have someone else out there, like, you know, a DoorDash driver or an Instacart shopper, because now you can get your Instacarts at uh, JCPenney's, or you can go to, like, you know, these stores that have Christmas gifts, and someone will do the shopping for you and drop it off at your house. So I don't okay. think it's the same thing as a personal shopper, but I think that they might be just kind of, you know, building that up to something a little more. I, I just, I can't believe that. What, I don't feel like that's a value Hallmark should really further. I, I think this is a terrible thing. Like, hire a stranger to do the shopping for mom and dad. But it's she's going to bring the family together after the dead mother. Well, just like you said, the dogs yeah. and the cats. Bring. Yeah. There's a lot of dogs and cats that also bring families together, too. Yeah, that's a recurring theme. Yep. And also, I want to go over the overly helpful brother and sister. Yes. And you've got to call them sis or bro so that it's very clear <laughs> that they're really. And then also going along with that are the adorable parents who really, 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 really love one another. You know, like they're always hugging in the kitchen. Oh, yes. you, you're making cookies again. They dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> do, do green sleeves. What child is this? You know, you never, you never hear on Hallmark, oh, you're going to set the fire alarm off again, are you? Um, here's the recurring theme that are uh, the recurring character that I'm surprised no one said. The ex-boyfriend or girlfriend that you haven't seen since high school. Yes, yes, and and the it's crossing it off my list, Joe. I have that, that too. Number one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now they're an author and they're at a book signing, and you have to go and see it. That's right. Yeah. What about the country artist who returns to the hometown? Why is it always country? Have you noticed there are about ten movies where it's the country music artist who's a big star, but mm -hmm. now I just need a little taste of home. Well, why not any other music genre? Well, when Kelly mm -hmm. Pickler and Kit. Uh, Kicks Brooks are the actors and actresses. It's, it's easy We're to turn into Graceland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder why it's always country. It's always the big country music star. Oh, because the big country music star is from the small town. But can't the big rocker be from the small that town too? That doesn't fit Hallmark. I mean, I mean, look, why? Why does it have wh to be who's country the, music? Tell me the big rocker who's from a small town. Well, what about the Goo Goo Dolls? Buffalo. They're the big rockers it's not from a small Buffalo. Town. Buffalo's, well, a, Buffalo's, smaller. The city you, Buffalo's the city you get stranded in. It's not the city you meant to go to. Well, I <laughs> guess they have brought in some classical music. When they Now the international yes. movies are such a trend. They brought in some classical. But yeah, up until now, it's the always been player, the, the right? country. No, or the cello player. What was the movie? The violinist. Oh, uh, violinist, yeah. yeah. There's a Columbo about a uh, piano player, but I, I don't mean <laughs> to keep on going back to Columbo. <laughs> I loved Columbo when I was little. Oh, I, Columbo's a great show. I also want to bring up the recurring characters. If they're very rich, they always have staff. Yes. Always. Yes. That's very, you know what? You're right. I can't believe I don't have that on my list. Yep. I also have. And in, uh, going back to Christmas at Pemberley Manor, I can't believe I can reference it so much. Uh, <laughs> the staffers also fall in love. Mm -hmm. You have two love stories uh, in that movie. You're right. Simultaneously playing out. That's right. Yes. Okay, guys, this one's really going to blow your mind because I can't believe we haven't brought this one up yet. The kid who brings his mom or dad together with the love interest. Mm -hmm. There's always some precocious little child. <laughs> kind of like that Sleepless in Seattle yeah, theme. Yep, where, yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you, it's the script, but it's obviously it works. It's what we know and love. I mean, they wouldn't keep writing these if it wasn't so popular. And, and like I said, I do think Hallmark has peaked. I think the Hallmark movies have peaked. I hate to be Mr. Negative. I think they've peaked. Um, but I think you also have more people watching now than ever before. I think if they made less movies, they could regain their peak again. 
I do more quality yeah. because you said Bethany said something very interesting a couple years ago. When it's one of the A actors, they bring the A listers even as the bit parts, as the parents, as the brother, the sister, the friends. They bring their A game depending on who the lead actor and or actress is. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I again. Yeah, nothing against the actors and actresses, and there are still some of the ones. The guy that looks like Easton Corbin. I mean, there are still the ones that have. Oh, that yeah. have Tyler Hines. Do not talk smack about him. I'm he's not talking, one of my I'm, favorites. But he's one that has stayed at Hallmark and hasn't uh, jumped ship right. to uh, to GAC. All right, eight hundred three zero nine thirty star nine thirty. We would like to hear from you your thoughts. And again, you could absolutely hate Hallmark movies, and if that's mm-hmm. what you want to say, say it. This is this is not pro or con. This is just we want to hear from you at eight hundred three zero nine thirty. Star 930, uh, someone says there's. Uh, they always ditch the guy in a suit for the guy in a flannel shirt. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. That's, that's an astute listener. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what else? We didn't talk about people who have amnesia. There's uh, Sometimes there's somebody who has f- just that's amnesia, right. and they've got to wake up and figure out who they are. Oh, Gina's marking her bingo board. She's Here got it. Go. Okay, mm-hmm. good, good, good. <laughs> All right, 803 we'll get to calls, but Gina, so we've got uh, recurring themes, recurring characters. What do we got next on the list? Recurring scenes, different from recurring themes. Now explain, because I, being the idiot that I am, might confuse that and think they're the same thing. Here's this crazy scene that pops up in just about every Hallmark movie, Memories of Childhood, for instance. When I was a little girl, I remember mom and I baked cookies in the kitchen and it was magical because mom made Christmas magical. That comes up in almost every single Hallmark movie. What about, so, so here's one that I've got for you. It is the town carnival around Christmas. Bingo. Yep, yep. It's always Christmas Eve. Yes. And I think, yeah. don't you want to be at home instead of out? But okay. Yeah, I mean, at the Beamer House, it's always a big Christmas Eve party. But, you know, some, it, it, the small town, seemingly every small town in Alaska has a <laughs> Christmas Eve uh, carnival on Christmas uh, 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 every year. Yep. Or a Christmas market, festival, pageant, dance ball, or parade. Yeah, I mean, there's, there, is a, mm-hmm. there is a Christmas event somewhere between here and New York City uh, that they went to on Christmas Detour. Yep. And and don't forget, there's always nice, fresh, white snow leading up to Christmas. That's right. Which is fake. Christmas Eve. Because nobody's hair goes flat. When no. the snow falls on their yeah, hair, yeah, yeah. it's all fake. Well, when you're filming these movies in you know April and May, it's tough to get into a city that has snow. Right. Which brings right. up another point. Do you guys ever notice how the trees will be in full bloom, flowers, <laughs> and then they've got the fake snow coming down? You're not fooling us, Hallmark. Well, you know, it was a weird year with weather that year. And, the, <laughs> yeah. and the, the, the trees didn't lose their leaves. <laughs> Apparently not. So 803-0930, star I'd like to hear from you. And again, we, we are going to take any, uh, any, any words on the Hallmark movies, the imitations. I really do want to get into the imitations uh, after this because we've talked a little bit about GAC, but you've got Lifetime that tried. And it, in my opinion, they waved the white flag and said, hey, we can't do it like Hallmark. We're not going to put out the amount of movies, but they have put some movies out with what I would call, for cable TV, A-list actors and actresses. So we'll get to that, we, but we want to hear from you. 803-0930, star 930. It is uh, Beamer in for Bowerly. We're talking Hallmark movies with Gina and Bethany, you know them from the SPCA. All right, so let's go to Joel and Clarence. He has a recurring theme he has noticed. Joel, thanks for calling in. How you doing? Doing well, Joel. What's your recurring theme on the Hallmark movies? Well, um... My wife and I have been watching them this season, and I, it's almost ironic, but it, every one of them, with 20 minutes left in the movie, 
the relationship falls apart. Yep. And then with like five minutes left, all of a sudden everybody kisses and makes up. And of course, the last scene has to be the smooch and then the credits. <laughs> yep. Every single. I'll bet you we've seen 30 of them this season, and every one of them does the same thing. There's always the misunderstanding with 20 minutes to go, and the relationship seemingly falls apart. One of them goes across the country, and the other person somehow, on Christmas Day, gets a flight to a small town in uh, Nevada and is able to go and uh, and sweep them off their feet. Joel, I appreciate you. I should say a small town in Alaska. And uh, they're able to get there as the sun's rising. They found the only red eye uh, to Anchorage. Uh, <laughs> can I can I add something to what you just said? Do you notice that sometimes somebody has to leave, like Bethany said, before the child's big pageant or show, because there's a meeting or an audition that impossibly has to happen either on Christmas Eve or on Christmas Day? Yeah. Yes. How are all these auditions and meetings Who's doing scheduled? This? Yeah. You know, we don't know because Eve. we're not big corporate people. Gina. That's right. Yeah, we have time for love and Christmas. Yeah, what we do. school has the auto- auditorium open on Christmas Eve? Exactly. <laughs> like in Love Actually. <laughs> yes. Great movie, by the way. Love and it. going back to what Joel said from Clarence, when they do have that big kiss in the last minute, that's generally when some of the fake snow starts falling. That's right. <laughs> Just the, keep your eye on that. The, all right. <laughs> yeah. The snow starts falling. Now, Lifetime, because they 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 had a milestone this year. Uh, Lifetime, now they did try to go the Hallmark movie route. But if you know something about Lifetime, Lifetime doesn't do Hallmark movies. <laughs> Lifetime does... Uh, I'm sleeping with the neighbor. Uh, I killed someone and trying to get away. Hall- Lifetime does that. Hall- they don't really do Hallmark well. And this year, Lifetime, for the f- before GAC or, Harm- or Hallmark did it, Lifetime had a Christmas movie with Jana Kramer, and it had a sex scene. Scandalous. I heard about it. Did you see it? Did either one of you see I the movie? I did not see the movie, no. And I, I love Jana Kramer, but I did not see the movie. Oh, hotsy totsy. I, the reason that I only watch one or two Hallmark movies throughout the rest of the year is because usually I am watching Lifetime. Yes. <laughs> so, and I liked the Lifetime Christmas movies. I thought that they, they had a different edge. They were different from the Hallmark movies. I kind of enjoyed the variety. But it didn't have the Lifetime edge. Like there was a little, You're exactly a little right. different. No, right. one, no one was, you know, trying to hide Santa. You know? <laughs> they rebranded for those two months, and yes. it used to be Fa La 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 Lifetime. Right. And it was 24 7, and that stopped. You're right. Now, what's the movie? We're not going to turn this into Lifetime, but what's the movie with uh, Christy Carlson Romano where she uh, kidnaps a baby? Because she lost her baby in a car accident the year before. Do you know this movie? Well, that's about, like some of the Hallmark recurring themes, I can name about five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lifetime does that. They kind of bring that back in different ways. So, But I think you can tie the two, the Lifetime type of movie and the Hallmark and make it. And we'll see. Maybe that's what Lifetime is uh, trying to do for the next year. Uh, 803-0930, Star 930. Dave in Wheatfield, he has a, co- a comment on the decorations in the Hallmark movies. Dave, what do you got for us? Uh, hey, guys. I just wanted to say, like, you know, we all watch the movies and, like, the decorations are, like, beautiful and gorgeous, and we all wish our houses looked like that, but can we get a little reality? Like, you know, my inflatable is torn laying on the lawn. <laughs> my lights don't match. There's some bulbs that are out. Like, I want real. <laughs> well, you're not going to get right. that on Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, great point. Thank you, Dave and Wheatfield. Yeah, there should be the house that still has their Halloween uh, decorations Yeah, the up. pumpkins yeah, on the porch. And the huge skeletons they put a Santa hat on. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> Someone should uh, should do like you know. All right, this is the real. Like, take the thing to the people making the movies and say, hey, this is what someone's neighborhood really looks like. We've all bought the sheet of lights and just thrown them over the bushes. Yes, there you <laughs> go. So we don't wind them into the branches. Some people don't even do that. They have uh, just a projector that projects fake lights onto their trees and house. They, you know, we watched an old, old one called Naughty or Nice with Hillary Burton. Great movie, but they had a reindeer hologram on the roof of the house, oh, which cool. I thought was very advanced for the year of the movie, which I think was maybe... 2015, I want to say. Oh, yes. 803-0930, start 930. Before we go to break, uh, Jim in Ta- North Tonawanda will be our last call of this hour. Jim, thanks for hanging on. Yeah, glad to do it. Merry Christmas to all Merry of you. Merry Christmas, Jim. Hey, I don't want to sound too cynical because it's Christmas time. This is supposed to be a holy, happy time of the year. But you raised the question of why is it always the country and Western stars that play the part of the traditional American going back to their hometown and finding Christmas and love and happiness in their little hometown that they're originally from. And I don't want to get sound too cynical here, but I, um, I just don't think that in the other genres of music, that would be considered just too hokey, too, too traditionally American and old-fashioned. They don't go for that. Country and Western people are the, you know, like a, a Jason Aldean song, Try That in a Small Town. Yeah. Well, that's a country boy yeah. singing that song. Those are his values. It's a it's a different value system. And these, like for instance, I don't want to criticize uh, Taylor Swift, but come on, I don't picture Taylor Swift ever singing "What Child Does This" and "Mary Did You Know." Last night, uh, one of the two judges, the mother and the the mother passed away, and the, the daughter's still alive. And I get them confused. Maybe it's Winona is the daughter. But last night. I was watching Christmas from Opryland, and she sang Mary Did You Know with a full-scale orchestra in the background. She put her heart and soul into singing a music uh, song about the birth of Christ, and I thought, this is what Christmas is really supposed to be about. And I just, like I said, I just think the country and Western people are the only people that are hanging on to those values. Hey, Jim, uh, that was a great performance uh, last night. I I agree. Wasn't it? Yes, it sure was. Jim, I appreciate the call. Jim in North Tonawanda. All right, we are going to talk feature films. I want to go through this list, Gina, that you brought. Classic movies. Oh, no, Bethany, sorry. Doesn't matter. Bethany, uh, well, credit where credit's due. Um, So we're going to do feature films. We've got another segment, Christmas TV. Again, it doesn't have to be Hallmark. We're talking Christmas TV. What are you watching? What is the thing that you watch? You know, uh, Brian and I talked about this last week. You you used to have Rudolph and Frosty, and that's what you would watch on CBS the first Tuesday of December was Rudolph and Frosty. Now you are bombarded. It doesn't matter what cable channel you're on. They have some kind of Christmas thing going on. What is the tradition in your house? Are you one of the people... I, I don't like the movie A Christmas Story. But are you one of the people that has a, that on Christmas Day, TBS is on your TV? Because that's the tradition. 803-0930, start at 30, back after this.